Hello, 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 and welcome to this week's episode of the Imaginary Movie Podcast, a podcast where we watch a movie and fear that it won't hold up and it will have aged like milk. My name's David, and just think, guys, next time I shoot someone, I could be arrested. <laughs> Hi there, my name's Simon. Hey, look, it's Enrico Palazzo. <laughs> and I'm Ross. When I see five weirdos dressed in togas stabbing a guy in the middle of the park full of view of a hundred people, I shoot the bastards. That's my policy. <laughs> it was a Shakespeare in the Park production, of course, but you know, never mind. <laughs> what a funny joke. So this, so this week, we went back in time um, to watch the 1988 comedy, um, The Naked Gun. Uh, I believe the the subtitle is Files from the Police Squad. From the files yes. of Police Squad, yes, yes. This is a, um, as you say, Dave, this is a film that I have seen several times. It's a bit of a childhood one for me, and yet every single time I watch it, I'm like, oh, God, there's going to be a joke in here that's just going to floor the entire movie. And pretty much there, and there is. I mean, but it's about baseball. Oh, right, there we go. <laughs> I, will, I will accept baseball being uh, taken down a peg. That's what I'll accept. But yeah, no, no, no racist jokes. No, nothing worth cancelling over. It was, it was um, pretty I mean, safe. It does quite prominently feature O.J. Simpson, so that's not aged wonderfully. Yeah, but, yeah, but that's not a, he, he, he killed that's not the movie's like, fault, is it? Fault. Like, yeah. <laughs> Fuck's sake! This movie didn't retroactively go back in time to figure out that O.J. Simpson was. You guys didn't do Minority Report, was... which also hasn't been in, in, invented yet. <laughs> O.J. Simpson was allegedly. A killer. Let's yeah. let's let's be clear. With let's that. not get liable, guys. No, allegedly, no. because he because you know, I, I was surprised to learn that O.J. Simpson was not in fact dead. No, he's still going. He's still going. He's. He, I think he's probably you know not in the limelight very much, which is maybe why keeping on the down low just because of the the uh, no police the, chases recently. You the know, unpleasantness. No like <laughs> it, 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 it is an amazing story. You know the other thing about this film, and this is the thing. As as I always forget is that O.G. Simpson is like barely in this. He is ba- he is barely he's in this for like two or three scenes. And I just I think I'm maybe thinking of the second one where he's in it more, yeah. and then the third one was like around the time of his issues, uh, and then yeah. I think I had to cut a few scenes then. But he just he's and mostly he's just injured. He's, he's in the wheelchair, and maybe that's the joke because of his. You know, athletic uh, achievements. Yeah, yeah, before, but well, you have to because I was thinking about this too, and you have to imagine it was. You, you can picture it where he's saying to his agent, "I want to be in movies." Uh, really? Yeah, I want to be in movies. Okay, well, I'll get you in movies then. And and this was the start. You know, you've got a small part in an upcoming movie. What's it called the Naked Gun? I'll, I'll do it. You know, get my foot in the door. And then it was a series, and then of course, the unpleasantness happened. <laughs> And then the situation, and then the cha- and then that was the end of the, that was the end of his career. The police chases down the uh, down the, the the LA highway. Yeah, God, that was mad, wasn't it? Absolutely um, mad. Actually, uh, just as a a slight um, aside, I think he'd been acting for about ten years by the time this movie was made. Oh, really? Like no no huge roles, but he'd been in stuff. You don't say. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, he had eight minutes in this movie, so it's maybe one of his smaller roles as well. 
Um, let, let's do a. Uh, I'll do a plot summary. We can get into this movie. Incompetent police detective Frank Drebin must fall an attempt to assassinate Queen Elizabeth II. Now, this is a great uh, like idea for your movie. Number one, I love the fact that the Queen is coming to LA, and the like. It's just the mayor welcoming her. Like this, it just seems so low rent. You know, the complete lack of <laughs> the mayor. Sidebar is a Mrs. Soprano from The Sopranos. I don't yes. know if you caught that, Ross. It's the mother. Tony's I did catch that. Yeah, the Sopranos. And it's, it's not and even. I was like, oh not my even... god, she was young once. Yeah, but she's not even the mayor, is she? She's a judge because they they refer to her as like your, your your honor, or your eminence, or something. I think she is the mayor. She's credited as the mayor. Yeah, but right Frank keeps Fair calling enough. her your honor, and I was like, I was confused as well because I was like, <laughs> is she a judge? Like, what specific like situation here? But this is uh this is this whole like this whole concept of a film is is quite funny and it's one of those comedies that I, they don't make comedies like this anymore. We're kind of like we're in a different world now where everything you know and I always go back to the fucking Hangover movies, which are the worst films in the world. <laughs> Absolutely hate them because we should do that movie. Oh god, point. fucking kill we me! We should do super bad. Sam will have a fucking aneurysm. Oh, well, super bad, less so, but like. There's there's no fucking jokes in the hangover. There are yeah. no jokes. There are no gags. There is nothing that is like an actual structural thing that is funny. It's just dickheads saying fuck and pussy and like just being horrible people for two and a half hours. And I have that I have that every day just talking to you two. I don't <laughs> exactly. need to watch that on TV. Exactly. It's too close to real life. <laughs> so, so, to laugh. <laughs> Twelve years, no laughter. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> but but whereas whereas in the eighties and 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 in and in the nineties, but it was all kids' movies. We get like actual fucking jokes. We get funny funny mm-hmm. gags. We get sight gags. We get signs, you know, that are, that are, that are funny. There's all of this, and this and this is like for me is one of the best examples of a proper comedic movie that is not just about people being horrible and the funniness being that they're horrible. You know, Frank Drebin is an idiot, and that is exactly what I want to see. People being stupid, and what happens when they are. Well, it's it's a very similar in tone to, to your like, airplane, isn't it? Where, yeah. like, there's this really wacky situation, but everybody involved in it is taking it very seriously, which kind of, like, it's called almost vaudevillian. In fact, it is very vaudevillian when you've got... Um, Frank Drebin like running around uh, he throws OJ off off the stretcher and he's like howling in pain the bit where he kills the fish like the whole film is just him <laughs> really straight faced playing this really serious role being incompetent and it, that being really funny like the first opening scene where he's beating up uh, I think Gaddafi dead uh, yeah, amazing. Mugabe dead uh, Gorbachev, Gorbachev dead um, the Ayatollah dead like all of these now dead, long dead dictators. Um, thanks to Drebin. <laughs> thanks to Drebin. Frank he Drebin. did it. <laughs> and don't you wait, guys. I better not ever see you guys in America. Oh, brilliant. But what, what, what you were saying, Dave, is that, you know, he plays a straight... I mean, Leslie Nielsen, you know, prior to... Well, he's done like quite a few, like, you know, of these spoof comedy movies. But prior to when he got into comedy, he was like a straight-laced actor. Like, he was in proper noir movies he was in proper like there was some like i think there was some sci-fi movies he was in as well where you know it, it what there was no not a hint of humor to him 
Um, Dude worked for I, sixty years in movies, like yeah. But when I found that out, like it was it was a it was a teacher of mine that told me that he he'd done like proper serious stuff prior to airplane, prior to the Naked Gun, and I couldn't, and I was surprised. You know, I I couldn't picture Leslie Nielsen Drebin as you know this you know miserable straight laced sort of character. I I love thinking of him as the the guy from from Airplane as Lieutenant Frank Drebin. He's brilliant. That's the genius of it, Ross. Is that mm-hmm. he is doing a performance like he's in. Oh yeah. The actual job he's doing of acting is as if this is like a serious police movie, except yeah. that there's all this wacky shit going on around him, and it's kind of mm-hmm. like, and that makes it perfect because he's not pratfalling and he's not like hamming to the audience and he's not like laughing away to himself or he doesn't know he's in a movie. The character and I think yes. that is like a so integral to why the jokes land in this and why it's still funny now. Yep. And there was something else you mentioned, Sam, as well about you know the. The quality of the jokes and the and the sort of and the content of them, and just you know, prior to sort of us starting the recording, I was doing a bit a little bit of looking at and the the naked gun was is basically it's sort of like a continuation of a, a very brief TV series mm. they did that was called Police Squad. Yeah, uh, and it was essentially like you know a sketch show of you know uh, of you know police sort of antics, and essentially and hence you know the title of this first movie, The Files of Police Squad. So it's, and it's the same characters, the same, it, it's the same. It's just they've made a feature length of it, and I think that's where you know when you said Sam, you don't get comedy movies like this, or there are a few comedy movies like it. It's because it's taking from that TV show where they have a plethora of jokes, and sometimes you won't pick up on all the jokes. I when I was watching it last night for this episode, I was seeing jokes that I haven't hadn't noticed before. Well, I messaged you guys. Go on. Well, you're very astute in saying that. Matt Groening, creator of The Simpsons, said, if Police Squad had been made 20 years later, it would have been a smash. It was before its time in 1982. Your average viewer was unable to cope with its pace, its quick-fire jokes, but these days they have no problems uh, keeping up. Wow. So exactly to your point, like this is a show and a type of movie as well, which is just, it's saturated with with jokes. Every single, it's hard to keep track. It's it's quite like an episode of The Simpsons. Or Family Guy. Your your joke per second. Or Family Guy or, you know, South Park or something. Mm, Your joke per second is... Go go with me here, Ross. Well, quite quite frequently. Let's stick with The Simpsons as an example for a second. The Simpsons is like this film in that, like, there's loads of sight gags, there's loads of visual jokes, actual jokes, pratfalls, and you're... So you can watch it again and again and again and appreciate more stuff like you did with this movie, Mm -hmm. Ross. The Simpsons movie, when they made that, that's a movie. So it's long form. It's a lot more spaced out. That was the mistake, I think. Whereas this movie is the much more pure, like, what they've done is they've just made an hour and 25 minute long episode. And the, the you know, the uh, frequency of jokes is the same. Every scene, like, is very well thought about. There's stuff going on in every scene to, like draw the eye to amuse you that you could you you miss and we probably missed loads just watching it today and you know there's a lot there so you can kind of see the the quantity of the writing there yeah absolutely i mean it's commendable as well that they had that that level of confidence in the sort of content they're putting out there that they didn't feel the need to you know have big neon signs joke 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 you know it's just yeah there's these jokes overlaid and we'll move on to the next scene and if you catch them great yeah, and that's where so much of modern comedy just falls down for me. Is like it doesn't give mm-hmm. it, it. It relies so much <coughs> on 
let's make a joke and let's just fucking look at it for 10 seconds you know like without <laughs> without <laughs> yeah. and, and and something like uh the simpsons or um american you know american dad family guy all of those shows that came in in, in the 90s 2000s like they are they are kind of like trusting their audience a little bit now let's not mm-hmm. fucking let's not overstate it you know this is a movie full of knob gags full of boob <sighs> jokes full of just classics yeah like toilet humor <clears throat> and that and that's great and that's exactly what we want. we're not saying mm-hmm. this is some comedic genius but what it is it's honest isn't it it's an honest movie that's just doing its best having fun and yeah and like, it's not particularly having a go like i was really no. pleasantly surprised when when someone when Ross yeah. watched this i was i haven't seen this movie <laughs> in 10 years and i was like you know 10 years ago i was in my mm-hmm. early 20s so i probably thought you know i probably thought ace ventura 2 was hilarious you know <laughs> like do you know what i mean like the funniest shit you've ever heard of but now we are more mature we are more evolved and we realize that certain things like it's do you know what i mean it's not okay to joke about x y and z in a in a way that's attacking the people you're joking about it's not punching down it's, like, it's hard to review yourself accurately isn't it div yeah well you know it's i don't think it's you know, saying too much to, to reveal that I was an idiot when I was younger, just like you were an idiot when you were younger, and Sam was an idiot when he was, was younger. And... Yeah. Yes, was. Well, yes, as <laughs> well, we discussed, but, 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 recent events, Ross, would lead me to believe you're still an idiot. Uh, we, we can, moving on. We can Let's go. That moving offline. on. Thank you. Now, Thank you. Come back to that. I had a second part to this point, and I was really pleasantly surprised that this movie, while mm. there were loads of to- there's loads of toilet humour, there's <clears throat> loads of silly jokes... There's not any really like racist jokes. There's no, do you know what I mean? There's no jokes getting yeah. at an ethnic minority. There are the, no trans jokes in this, which I was absolutely flabbergasted by. A gas. Because <laughs> the 80s loved a a woman yeah. with a dick. God, joke. have Honestly, you watched Friends? Like, because it is oppressive. Yes. Like, it's a gay nut- panic. Gay panic, the sitcom. Gay panic and the trans <laughs> jokes in Friends are just awful awful i mean we we just we i i'm surprised they're still on netflix to be honest because the, the episodes with chandler's dad are just like what the, yeah. the fuck <coughs> what the f- I th- I but because it's taken I from quite like a... came... go on Russ. i was gonna say that i think the closest this came to any sort of danger zone not that it was in danger but the closest it came was one of the earlier scenes where uh drebin visits um nordberg who played by og simpson uh, in the hospital and basically, you know, Nordberg was saying the name of the boat, which was called I Love You. And Drevin misunderstood him. And he was saying, I love you, Frank, I love you. And he goes, well, I, I love you too, Nordberg. And there's a slightly nervous look on his face. That's the closest you get yeah. to any sort of risque joke. And it's not. <laughs> Ross, Ross, you're missing the scene where someone walks in on him with the pants of the um, umpire down over the table. Oh, that's right, yeah. <laughs> but even then, the usher just kind yeah. of goes, oh, and he walks out, and that's it. it. Yeah. It's like, it's, not, it's funny, it's not, but it's, it's not, not... It's not punching down. and That's the difference. Yeah. That's the mm. difference, and that's why that's why all those fucking shitty hangover movies just spend a long... Fucking hell. You've, uh, got, you've got a right hard oh, on I, for these movies. I, I absolutely <laughs> hate them. I absolutely hate them, and I've hated them since the first time I fucking watched them, because, and not because I'm some fucking woke genius but just because it's not funny but, just, but that where is the fucking joke you know anyway but the point the the point of i suppose with this movie is it is peppered with jokes like we are it is mm-hmm. once you know one or two 
uh, a, a minute that we that we get, and it's just they're thrown at us, as you said, Ross, and, and as Matt Groening agreed with you. Uh, it's it's quite amazing how much there is in this, and what I like is that we also, alongside all of this, we also get like a relatively decent um, uh, crime movie. Like I'm I'm thinking yeah, about Beverly Hills Cops two, you know. Like a well, pretty. This get, is a bad two seconds. Two seconds for us. Beverly Hills Cops two, a pretty shitty movie. Like <laughs> you know, with a, with a fairly threadbare uh, plot. Mm-hmm. I think it's probably about the same level of this, <laughs> this movie in terms of there's a bad guy trying to do a bad thing. Yes, they're killing yeah. the queen, which is a bit extreme, but it's no it's no less like complicated than than other eighties sure. action movies. You know, I mean, you you make some amendments like. As you just said, killing the queen, <laughs> make it like we have to kill someone else. It's a yeah. bit big. Just yeah. so let's, we know, guys, can, no, it's a bit big. Can we say, can we actually make the stakes something realistic that people would care about? <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying, Dave? What are you I'm saying? I'm not look forward to. No, um, but I was saying, you know, you, you change, you know, the plot of like killing the queen, but and do some minor rewrites, and this could still be like a, a decent, you know, hard-boiled noir detective movie. You know. Yes. It could like, like like you know and or a Listen, TV doll. series easily, yeah. yeah. Oh, and and again, Nielsen uh, does that perfectly. I love that type of character. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's also as well, and like and kind of slightly a bit of trepidation about saying this. It's quite a it's quite a horny movie, and I kind <laughs> of. I kind of like that. Like, and, and again, for, you can, you can, oh, you can, oh you can <laughs> he's thirsty. You can clip that he's as much as you man. like. Ooga, <laughs> but, Ooga. but I, I kind of, I kind of like the, the, the. I don't know. There's just something about like you don't. Again, you don't really have films like this. Like, there's, it, it, mm. we, we we always kind of get lost into like much more. Uh, you know, much more heavily sexual stuff in in modern comedy movies, like American Pie. I, I'm thinking of, you know, whereas it's like that is the modern point of comedy the film. movies from 1999. Yeah, that is the point um, of the film is yeah. is is sex. No, whereas... I have a, I have a theory on this. I have a theory on this, which is um, you know, it's my second magnus opus, uh, <laughs> which is that. <laughs> wow. Well, we all, we can refer back, listen, as you go back to any episode in the last year. Uh, and listen to my uh, theory on the comification of comedy, which happened in the late 90s and early 80s. Now, <laughs> secondary bit, right? Because obviously Disney is a huge part of the mouse laws are a huge part of why a lot of movies are quite sexless. And I don't mean mm. that they are like, <clears throat> you know, PG rated or anything. They are no. sexless. Sex does Nobody not exist. movies. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Sex does not Attraction exist. does not exist. Nothing. Nothing. Exactly. Like, Exactly. So but I think the reason for that is like when this movie was made, if you want if you wanted to watch porn, you had to go to a sleazy shop or go to a porno theatre like in Taxi yeah. Driver. Nowadays, anyone could watch the filthiest, the most disgusting, most absolutely debauched thing on their phone on the bus. Can we? So <laughs> in theory you shouldn't you shouldn't, audience, just an FYI, public service announcement. You shouldn't do Which that. Which websites though, Dave, specifically which websites <laughs> <don't> <laughs> so we can avoid them. Yeah. So I know which ones to avoid. Which ones <clears throat> I'll send an e letter, Ross, so an e newsletter so that it'll kind of warn you for, for safety, for safety. An e letter, yes. How about fucking how old are we? Um But my theory is that <clears throat> basically it's a societal thing. Like movies could be hornier in the eighties because mm. most of the population at large wasn't 
immediately familiar with like the seedy underbelly of like you know the porn industry. <laughs> Under, underbellies, However, yeah, exactly, and underbellies, <laughs> and the overbellies, and the above bellies, all of it. Now, nowadays, I think because you've got that like stratification where you've got obviously the mouse is a big part of that. Big studios don't want to make raunchy movies because they can't sell them to kids. And, yeah. you know, that's an economic thing. But I think that also plays is a factor where you kind of have this, like, stratification of horniness, which I don't think is out of place in this movie at all. I think it's funny. I think it's, like, well, you know, it's not played for... An- another example, I mean, Ghostbusters is, I think, sits very Ghost much... Ghost blowjob. Oh. Well, exactly. Yeah. I mean, there is a... <laughs> There was a fucking Have we done job. that movie? No, we, we haven't. We, about it? we absolutely <laughs> should. And we should do Ghostbusters 2 as well. Because that's Halloween. A, that's a Halloween movie. Yeah. We can destroy them. Like there is, I mean, there is a, there is a very prominent blowjob joke in Ghostbusters. Now I've watched, I've been watching that movie since I was a kid. And not until I was Just much, unseen. much older than I should have been. Did I get it and go, oh, I see. Yes. Yes. And, and that's. It's be- probably why I find Civil War costumes and ghosts so amazing. <laughs> Get right to it. Get you right there. Dave can enter a museum without an erection. <laughs> I am banned. I am banned from. Or uh, a haunted house. Oh, what's the Why big battlefield right shit? Gettysburg. Oh, that would have been great. The Gettysburg Museum. <laughs> god damn it. Edit that, Sam. Edit it so it's happier. Oh, oh my god. So, so you know, Dave's uh, uh, Civil War version aside, like. There's, there's, there's just all of these jokes that, that are like littered through, and they're not necessarily in your face. Now, this movie is going for obviously. This movie is not in the mm-hmm. same category as like a subtle joke that you're not going to get until you're 25. But, but like, I, I just think there's, there's a theme and a tone that runs through it, and, and it's just generally like we just don't get this type of humor, which we've, we've, we've labored now, but. And I, and I and that's why I think for me this is and this is the thing with this movie is that yes it does hold up and because it doesn't have anything mean in it mostly because yeah. it's just fun and light that means you can enjoy it and you don't feel like it's the eighties and we're free. laughing at minorities which is pr- largely most well, of the comedies that, that yeah. are out around it's then. the it's the casualness of all of it isn't it it's like it works because all of the things that are happening are quite casual and like organic to a certain extent ross has a point well just while we're lauding praise on naked gun and i'm a massive fan of the game i do have to say that they fumble this in the later uh movies yeah um, yeah in two naked gun well no well i was thinking naked gun 33 and a third <laughs> amazing sequel names by the way <laughs> very good um, it yeah. makes it fucking impossible to find which one of the reasons. I had to go by year to find out which one of these was the first. <laughs> Honestly, I was like, ah. Um, so there's Naked God two and a half, and then Naked God thirty three and a third. I mean, Dave. To be fair, I think it's fairly clear two and three. Yeah, no, I kind of yeah, suggest the one without the numbers. I know fractions are difficult. All right, but... guys. All right, guys. From your like fucking white tower, Dave, they're trying like, to convert towering the intellect of looking well, at half the list is of 0. films. So that can't be it. When I went on Now TV and I put Naked Gun in, I was like, all right, fair enough. The first one, because you get like the first half of the title, and I was like, <laughs> "Well, to be fair, you didn't want to pull a Sam, did you?" And just watch like half of the wrong movie. No, you I didn't want right to watch one. Terminator, Genesis, or Dark Fate. I still nearly put that on, even we, even though we're watching uh, this movie <laughs> every single time. Let's um, let's. I mean, you know, the plot of this isn't necessarily like an important part of, of enjoying the movie, but I I do I love um, I love the the. The, the the classicness of this 
like bad guy mm. in, in in this movie. Um, and I love the Ricardo fact that, Montalban. Oh, Montalban? I mean, straight straight from the Wrath of Khan. Let's pull this guy's shirt off and see the bod because that's what we're all <laughs> here for, surely. But. <laughs> Yeah, let's see this sixty-eight-year-old man's rocking bod. Who has a better yeah, he's look, fucking he's physique? Trim. In Ratha Khan, he has a better physique than any of us will have, and we are he half looks of his age. Amazing in Ratha Khan, eighties. So like, amazing that there's a conspiracy theory that his chest is a prosthetic. A prosthetic, I know. My God, it's just something. That's else. quite the compliment, though. <laughs> if really someone is. says to you, "You're looking too good to be real." I'd take that. You yeah. know what I mean? I would take that. It's because no, but it's because man's no, the whole package. No, no one, no one's cha- no one's challenging Arnie or or Stallone. It's because he doesn't mm. look like he should have a body like that. That's the difference. That's the difference. But anyway, my point, my point is, uh, as we get distracted by his uh, his uh, his body, like he's playing it so straight, and the character is written so straight. Like he doesn't make a joke. He is not doing anything funny other than being. A proper like maniacal bad guy, and plays it straight. Yep, and that yeah. I With think really is... unclear motives. He's a Bond villain, really. He's a he? Bond villain. He's pretty low rent Bond villain. He's only got like one assistant, but all the yeah. way, all the way through the movie, I I love the I love him as a foil. I love him him at the way that he plays off Drebin, who is silly and ridiculous. Can I just say though, I I was getting some hands like Scorpio vibes from him. And it's just like, again, it's a reflection on like current times because this guy is a villain. He's there to kill the queen, you know, someone who's apparently important um, to people. But basically, when he was showing that he can he could train a secretary to be a killer and the guy asks, oh, so is she going to kill him? He's like, no, no, no. A good secretary is hard to find. This guy values his employees too much (laughs) to get arrested. Right. (laughs) Now you look at that in current times. Have you seen a man saying about your shoe? The thing that works... The thing that works is he's a maniacal villain with the most convoluted plan in the entire world. The yeah. only because he we're skipping we're going to skip forward I and mean, that's fine. But like at the baseball game, oh. which we'll get to, he has to <laughs> Frank Drebin has to try and stop them getting a third out because for some reason, even though he's got a button <laughs> to activate this guy, for some reason they have to get to the third out before he can do that. At which point, I this guy walks we to third base. This. Picks up a gun and just walks towards the queen. Someone like planted underneath, underneath the base as well. Like they could have gone off at any point, you know. Ugh. I remember because Sam was like about three minutes ahead of me when we were watching. <laughs> Literally, there wasn't that much in it. And Sam messaged the group chat saying, "Why does he have to wait for third down?" And I was like, "I'm sure this is explained." Sam, you're poking holes. No, nope. no reason. <laughs> there is <laughs> no reason. Well, maybe he just wanted to watch the game. Pure you know, dramatic effect. <laughs> And this genuinely, the bad guy from a writing loves point baseball. View, from a writing point of view, I think they wanted to have this umpire joke in. And so mm. I like the umpire joke to be doing it. I know you guys weren't keen on the whole baseball shtick. I, I was, I was enjoying it. I enjoyed the game. I enjoyed the actual game where he's umpiring. I just yeah. didn't enjoy all of the bits around it, and I was like, I think it's because there's a lot of jokes there for baseball nerds. It's which not is fine. even that. Uh, it's, oh, I see. No, no, I don't think it's even that. I think it's I think the whole the whole um, I'll just discount my opinion, Sam, that's fine. It's I'm not discounting yeah, opinion. That's not what Davis saying. What Davis saying? I apologize. I'm not I'm saying that I don't think I don't think that, that yeah there's a baseballness to it. It's too fucking long in it. Like the 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 montage kill me with the montage. I can't do the montage. Oh fucking lighten up, will you? No, God it's, it's, it's it's the one it's the one misstep of the film. 
but I do think that I do think that the whole like I do like him. Um, you know when he's when he's at I don't know the backstop. <laughs> what's his name? What's the name of the guy? Umpire. I think backstop is right. Is I that right? We couldn't, I we couldn't. Audience, we could not know less about baseball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. American football, hundred percent. We're with you, but nothing baseball. I mean, it's like cricket. Is it horseshoes? Is it ring toss? What is I know, it? Yeah. Well, I Blurns know rounders, ball. but you don't have this person in rounders who stands behind the. Do you? I don't know. Christ, rounders, rounders in years. But anyway, but I think that the like the the silliness though of having to wait till th- the third base, whatever it is, third down, the thirds, yeah, out. Smoogle. like Touchdown. that's that's a funny that's a Slam funny. Dunk. I think a point a, a point of them like we're going to make this ridiculous and and we're trying to kill the queen, and they could have done it so many other ways. I mean, we are deconstructing naked gun movies in a, <laughs> yeah. in a way that we probably shouldn't, but I think that's still. Hey, we're yeah. on a podcast. I mean, again, like I, 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 quite like the montage. I mean, I love the bits where they're taking the the, the piss out of the baseball stuff, like all the secret messages. They, you know, they exaggerate that. And at one point, then you see the coach from the from what's it called, the bunker, where he's basically got like you know like a, a fog light sort of thing, and he's doing like <laughs> Morse code through that. You know, he he starts like sweeping off the bases, which you know you see in baseball games. And then he pulls out a dustbuster. Then he's got a full size. I, I love that silly stuff for laughs. Mm-hmm. I think your heart is the size of a penny, Sam. You need to <laughs> fucking learn to love. I'll just go put the. I enjoyed those on. bits as well, Ross. In like a from a sketch comedy point of view. Yeah. But my only foundation for baseball is that one Simpsons episode about baseball. Like that's that is encompassing <laughs> my entire knowledge of baseball. Yeah. Mr. Burns, did not it? Yeah. The power plant has grotesquely swollen jar. <laughs> Ken Griffey's grotesquely swollen jaw. Lose, what a line! <laughs> that's a that is a good uh, cultural t- uh, touchstone, isn't it? Like uh, that's how we enjoy American sports. You see the lens of <laughs> the lens of Simpsons and other other yeah. American TV shows. Yeah, yeah. The um, um, let's go back in the movie a little, shall we? So um, we talk. We'll, we'll get back to the baseball game because other stuff is deconstructed there. Um, do we want to talk about Drebin's like the love plot on this? Like the there's some funny scenes in this. More montages. We know Sam loves a montage. I do like the montage in this, and we that see montage. That montage was amazing. We see. If you Priscilla, don't like this one, Sam. Yeah, well, the, the music Priscilla video Presley? one. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. So Priscilla spent. Something um, tells me I'm into something good. Yeah. Priscilla Presley, awesome. by the Presley. way. Plays James. This movie Presley. was so old that this woman was married to Elvis. <laughs> really, Jesus. Yeah, she was married to Elvis. They had a child. Wow, wow. Is Whoa. that why? That that's why she called Presley Jesus. That's amazing. I didn't. <gasps> know. Sam's like like we moment. just blew oh the God. lid off this thing, guys. <laughs> Co-founder and former chairwoman of Elvis Presley Enterprises. Wow, you know what? Let's request the files land. for the JFK assassination. We 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 can do it, guys. <laughs> this woman's amazing, isn't she? She's married Elvis. She's separation, divorced, and then she goes in. She basically runs Elvis's business front after yeah. he's he died. Wow, that's that's amazing. And then had an acting career. Jesus. Well, what's interesting? What's interesting is before we start talking about this this more detail, um, we all, I always like to talk about the the age difference uh, in in male actors and female actors in movies. Um, mm-hmm. Because I think it, it highlights quite a what's the word um, the sexism, yeah. white privilege, white male, white male privilege in movies. 
Um, so Leslie Nielsen was in his early 60s in this movie. Um, and Priscilla Presley was admittedly in her early 40s, which is like, you know, that's laudable. That's a quite old for a, for a female 80s, lead in yeah. an 80s movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, however, that's still a 20 year age cap. <laughs> so it's fine because the Hollywood guys can go, yep, she's still ridiculously much younger than you. Tick. Yes. And especially but... having gone, gone with. Well, I was going to say, I mean, is this, are we sort of reflecting this on like Les Nielsen's white privilege or the, or the producer's white privilege? Because no, I just you think, assume that they want, it, it's I a just classic think Hollywood thing. in general, Ross. It's a classic thing in, in Hollywood, isn't it? Oh, the, old, the old, the old, the old man. Usually, it's usually Nicolas Cage and a nineteen-year-old girl. In fairness, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, but that's or, what I mean. Like, or Tom like, Cruise. You know, I mean, or Tom Cruise a and a sixteen-year-old girl. You know, it's all Whoa. the same thing. But they, they went for a four, yeah, moving swiftly on. But they went for like a forty-plus-year-old woman. So surely, I mean, even for the eighties, that's that's yeah. you know maybe laudable. Again, <laughs> it's laudable. Why, why, again, why can't we have for the eighties? For the eighties, <laughs> hang on, I'm qualifying it for the eighties. The context. No, they didn't important. go for. It, it, I it agree, is, Ross, but also let's not throw a parade for these producers. No, <laughs> no fair, fair. It is. Fair, it is fair. also a funny thing of having like a movie led by a 61 year old, you know, guy with white hair. White hair, yeah. Like it, it, not traditionally, you would you would think the movie star that's going to. I know mm. it's a comedy movie, but still. And I think it comes down to obviously the the, the show before, but also they yeah. recast two of the other actors from from that show. Um, uh, I think Police Files. Oh yeah, O.J. Simpson and um, and uh, and Presley Presley's role were different actors. They could have done the same thing with Leslie Nielsen. Like it, we, it is possible they could have got away with that. So, I mean, older guys on t- on leading movies is kind of. Interesting, but I do agree. There's always that weird thing of like, you know, maybe not as bad in this movie, but come on, Hollywood past. Like, we don't need to be so creepy. Do we? It didn't, do we? Yeah, it didn't seem yes, so egregious in this movie. I think because both these people are grown adults, which isn't always the case. Yeah. Yes. Like, you know, um, she the, is the scene, playing... of their, the scene of their romance, I think, is just... <laughs> I know what's coming. I know like, what's coming next. They're playing it so straight and it's like yeah. they're both... As stupid as each other. Yes. And it's kind of wonderful. Yeah. But she does, again, but, you know, he's playing the hardball detective. She's playing the femme fatale. It, and they, like you said, they've straight list and it's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant because when you have those jokes thrown in, it's, you know, it's 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 a masterpiece. They they, they do one where she, the start, she walks, come down, down <laughs> she comes down the stairs and walks into the wall. Other than that, she doesn't have. It's very funny, but other than that, she doesn't have like that many, like jokey jokes. Not anywhere near the same level as Drebin. They're both in the condom, you know, the safe sex that they're wearing. <laughs> the whole body condom. Oh. I mean, yeah, you've got the whole montage thing as well. Like she's she's sort of part of that as well. Like they clothesline another couple. Yeah, running, yeah. running on the seaside. But she's kind of like um, um, the 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 bad guy in that he. They're, they're kind of fairly straight laced because you've got I mean you've got Leslie Nielsen is like pulling three or four jokes a scene just by himself you know and, and so you, yeah. I guess you, you need you need someone to kind of like bounce off which I think yes Prezi does a great job she's she's a brilliant femme fatale in that sense and mm-hmm. and also is able to kind of like do the comedic stuff too 
you were you were gonna say something there, Sam, but you were interrupted. Um, I thought I was like, here we go, Sam. Sam's catchphrase. We all have our own catchphrases. Dave is convocation. Mine is you know, you know having cake. And but can we it. not? Can we not just um, shorten it? Can we? Can we have the whole thing, Ross? No, it's his magnum Dave, opus. Dave Ross, Cummification, Mister Cummification. <laughs> David, David, Doctor David Newell's thesis on the fucking commodification. I have no idea what we're saying, movies. Ross. I'm sorry, I've forgotten. Sexy baby, man. Oh yes, yeah, sexy. Yeah. So that well, we do we agree? Do we agree that she is? She's in that she's I mean, a. I agree as much as I know what your definition of it is. <laughs> I'm not well, advocating. You can define it. In a, you can define it in a second, Sam. I do agree, but I would say. Only insofar as the relation to her not understanding that her boss is evil, I think that like <laughs> well, pretty big fucking part of the movie. Like she doesn't yeah. understand. <laughs> she doesn't understand that her boss is a Bond villain, like or, like Homer Simpson, <laughs> Scorpio. Like, come on, do me a favor, uh, kill a couple of guys on your way out, will you? Yeah, exactly. Italy or France, you know. Like, there's no. No there's one no, ever says France. <laughs> there's no one. There's no one um, telling her that. Uh, well, yeah, he seems like a bit of a shade. See that piranha pit in his in his office? Is there a reason for that? Or no? Okay, fine. And and I think so. The sexy baby thing that that is something we've we we have coined, I believe, in that you have a character who is uh, a grown woman but stupid absolutely stupid and has no idea what's happening infantilized yes infantilized and uh, unable Uh, to make decisions the example we started it with was uh, Sandra Bullock in um, most of the movies she's in (laughs) most of the movies she's in but specifically that Stallone sci-fi movie oh Um, it was coined for Demolition Man Demolition Man yeah that's a great which I think is like the the purest um, example of a sexy baby Um, I think this is like this is that less is the, babyish, is, I think. Yeah, that is the week Sam was out of two watch list. You're right. <laughs> I don't think I actually coined that. I think Dave did. Ross, half an hour ago, I advocated killing the Queen, so I think we're all on a watch list. Let's not worry I about mean, that. God, if I'm only. They're with you. If only we had some <laughs> <laughs> watches. Me, me, you, and Sam, and Father Time. We're all Patreon.com slash Imaginary Movie Podcast if you're listening, uh, NSA. Patreon.com slash For the Republic. <laughs> Hashtag join the fist. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing, Ross. Are you starting an alt, a far right militia group? <laughs> what? Hey, whoa! Why, where does far right come into it? You know what I mean? Also, I just no think said, I just think no when you militia. form a militia, it usually like falls into quite 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 solid lines of like you're attracting we, a certain crowd. Ross, do you want to be clear we, we that you're not a right wing um, maniac here? Yeah, let me let me state my position. You know, I uh, I, I condemn you know uh, hard right wingers. Um, <laughs> God, the more you say it like that, Ross, the more it sounds like you're being sarcastic. Like I want you to be very clear <laughs> that you, that you let, are hang not. On, let me let me let me let me let me not for my your Obama sake. Voice. Hang on, hang on. Uh, let me be clear. Uh, I uh, condemn the right wing. Um, and now you're doing Obama impressions. This is terrible. This is just absolutely terrible. Why is that this terrible? Because, because you, oh, oh, anyway. anyway. You're, you're making it very unclear whether you are a far right lunatic, Ross. Like, I don't want to be pigeonholed. Very... <laughs> I don't want to be pigeonholed. Oh, God. It's do also, not we're not calling ourselves a right lunatic. We're not calling ourselves a militia either. That's. <laughs> Let's move on. We're not calling ourselves a militia. Oh. 
100% getting yeah, cut. I object. 1,000% cutting this I entire sequence. I object to the term militia. For, de- for derailing... As a quick statement from the Imaginary Movie Podcast, um, the Right Honourable uh, Ross has uh, no indication that he's actually a right-wing lunatic, just in case anyone was curious, or if he has completely failed to make that clear in the last <laughs> 10 minutes. I agree. There's no evidence to suggest either way. <laughs> Ross, stop talking! I'm so cutting this. I'm so glad we're not streaming. I mean, Ross, I suggest that, you know, for the sake of your employment and when Dave cuts this and sends it to your boss, that you just make that very clear. Uh, but you I'm, know, just... I'm just saying. I'm just I'm, Oh, I'm both saying. sides. Oh, there's there's good guys on both sides, Ross. I know exactly what you're whoa, saying. Whoa, I get it. Whoa, Sam. Whoa. I, I understand. I, well, so, I, someone's an apologist here and it ain't me. I never said there's good guys on both okay, sides. Okay, let's move on. We're just, this is getting cut completely. <laughs> this is done to death. So, the naked what? gun. <laughs> what? Also, let's point out something. Like, this is getting cut. This is getting cut. Not once in the oh, history all the time. of imaginary. All the time. You don't, you don't even know. You don't even know. Yeah. That's how good. That's how good you are. We don't even notice the work you do. Let's talk about Pap Schmear. Uh and this is just a funny. It's just a funny word. It's a funny name for a funny thing. I like this character. He has nothing to do, unfortunately, which is a bit annoying. What's he there for? I don't know. I think he's there for the bad guy to talk to. And explain his evil plan. explain his nefarious plan, yeah. Although, someone isn't... Like, he, Ludwig is doing it for some for somebody, for 20 million, something in Beirut. I don't know. It doesn't really matter, does it? It doesn't really matter. But... <laughs> The 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 hip the the hypno, hip, hypnosis stuff. They've got this beeper, which is very convenient. I wonder how it works. Can they just beep anybody, or do they need to be like trained? Well, they're wearing they're wearing a specific. Oh, I see what you're saying. Sorry, I, I was going to say they're, they're wearing a specific like timepiece or something, aren't they? That presumably yeah. has been altered in some way. They've got I, yeah. like a receiver on them. Like uh, the, yeah. the secretary has the bracelet. But I see uh, what the... Sam's saying. Can anyone yeah. be hypnotized this way? Yeah, well, right. well, why don't why why don't they make it? I mean, let's you know we're we're, we're skipping ahead, and and it's like part of the problem with this movie. Talking about this movie is there are so many jokes. Unless you wrote them down, we would not be able to keep track because there's just like <laughs> there's just a million different things that we you could say that's funny we could talk about. But the 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 culmination of the film as they go in towards the baseball game and all that stuff, like surely just slip it on the guy the queen is like in the cheap seats she doesn't even have any protection with her there's nothing she's just sat there passing hot dogs around get one of the guys to do it but i suppose you know it's much more funny to make a baseball player do it do, do we think is that baseball player a real baseball player could we yeah, is anyone van johnson yeah i think I he's quite wa- a... i wanted to Sorry, bring it up because uh, no no you're, you're fair play div but i wanted to bring it up because i don't know if you guys noticed this but when he's like quote unquote hypnotized he begins walking like a robot, yeah. Like, like, it's quite amazing. Isn't it's it? like you're hypnotized. You're not. You're not animatronic. Why are you doing this? But so that's what made me think. I think this guy is an actual athlete. And they're like, let's yeah. get him to do it as a bit. And he well, thought this, is this, a, this was his big yeah. acting break. Is it? This is, is a, it this Reggie is Jackson? Thing. It's Reggie Jackson, and this is yeah. another thing where, like, Simpsons. because we don't know anything about baseball, like. I think he was a big get in this. I think he just retired or he was about to. Right. So, like, right. I think he was quite a big get for this, where he was, like, at the height of, oh, my God, that's Reggie Jackson. 
who obviously we're British and it's also like 40 years later. But, um, <laughs> you know, or sorry, British and Irish. Uh, and it's 35 years later. But like at the time, that must have been like, oh, my God, it's Reggie Johnson. He's in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Again, is he in the Simpsons episode of uh, with 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 the baseball? I don't know. Daryl Strawberry. That's another name baseball. I remember. Daryl. Daryl. These other jokes. <laughs> what? Such <laughs> <laughs> a great episode. Where are we in this movie? Then I have absolutely no idea. Uh, it's. Is there anything else as we go through? I mean, I, let's talk well, about O.J. Simpson for a minute because we, we again, we don't see him until right at the very end. And I just, I just mm. have this such a stronger memory of being in this movie, him, him being in this movie, and actually having things to do and not just like get pushed off the balcony at the end. He's more prominent, like you said, on a naked gun, uh, two and a half. Um, because I remember this scene like when I was a kid where. Frank Drebin and this other lady, uh, Priscilla, I think it's Priscilla Presley again, are you know getting it on the back of a cab, and uh, what's his face? OJ is uh, driving, and because as this is going on, you see OJ doing all these things like trying to sort of peek on them, you know, as they're as they're getting intimate. And there's one bit where <laughs> you see OJ like eating popcorn, like looking in the rearview mirror, and then it goes back to them, and then it's back to OJ. And he's got like one of those like old style fifties mobile cameras, and he's recording it. <laughs> um, this, um, but yeah, he he was he was a lot more sort of uh, active. We'll say a lot more scenes in the sequels. Yeah, and um, it's quite like funny. He's not got a lot to do in this, um, but he's funny. He's doing like mostly he's like a physical comedy. Yeah, you know he's falling yes. down or he's getting shot or you know he's mostly just a prop in a lot of the scenes he's in. One uh, of like said, scenes. Ross, in the sequels, he's definitely like a more, you know, he's a, yeah, part, he's a lot he's, more he's active. Drevin's partner, isn't he? One of the best scenes, again, it's another example, like at risk of repeating ourselves, another example of like the, the, the subtle jokes was where they had, you know, they hypnotized one of the doctors to kill Nordberg and Frank Drevin comes in just in time and he sees the doctor with the pillow over OJ's face. So once he's been rumbled, the doctor throws the pillow at Drevin's face <laughs> And Drebin grabs it as if his face has been doused in like hot oil, like ah, oh, oh. <laughs> just and again, but like you know, throws the pillow away and he goes off to chase him, and like th- that sort of thing. Again, you could blink and you'd miss it easily. That's no, totally. And there's a lot of jokes like that where you kind of got like Nielsen's a really talent talented at pratfalls and things. I talked mm-hmm. about the sort of Vaudevillian thing, like um, you know the the scene where he's on the ledge. And there's all the, the, the you know, the, um, <laughs> the, com- the statues. I love the line. I love the line, which is like uh, the, the, mayor, the mayor slash judge um, says, <laughs> you broke into his office, you set it on fire, and then you sexually assaulted a woman with a concrete penis. <laughs> and he's like, well, when you put it like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but the scene of when that happens, he's out on the ledge and he kind of has this, he, he goes, all the um, statues have got, breasts and he's like using them to sort of like walk along and he just yeah. gropes this woman and she's like oh and he's like oh and again like it's a good re- physical reaction and kind of like this mm. whole movie kind of hangs on nielsen's ability to sell a scene like that and to be so funny while not being i would say like cartoonish while at the same time being quite cartoonish that's quite a Most vague contradictory point but i hope you understand what i mean he's got he's he's got a lot of work to do isn't he and we haven't really we haven't really like dived into Leslie Nielsen properly, I think, because 
you've got to carry your movie. You've got to be, you've got to get all of your basic acting stuff across, and like selling what's happening in the film and all that. But you've also got to be funny. You've got, he's he's to, he's towing. I think a really good line, and I think the character is well written as well, which probably helps. But you could imagine. I mean, you can imagine other people in the, in this role and who are who who would not be able to get it, who would not be able to keep the energy going. Because it is difficult, like to to keep all of this, the level of like, you know how 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 much humour is going on, all of that stuff. It's hard to do. It's hard to keep that going all the time. And I think he manages mm-hmm. all the way through the movie to be very consistent in that. In that, you never get the impression that he's hamming it up for comedic effect. He's, yeah. he's always got that. But but and, but and at the same time, he can pull off the, the the you know the the buffoon man sort of thing. He's still the, he's the tough cop, but then he can turn it on to a buffoon man, you know, as the scene calls for it. And it's it's, it's understated. Just stel- it's stellar comedic acting um, that yeah. we don't like. Sam said, modern movies. It's a lot like, you know, basically every modern com- comedy is paging you know, Dr. Faggot. Exactly, exactly. Uh, uh, we're really going to have to quite heavily edit edit is that, anything you say. Is that a joke? In- <laughs> I was going to say. Yeah, is that's that a joke in the hangover? Fucking yeah. I mean, that is I exactly... That's what, like, I thought that's what you were referring to. Modern... No. modern what well, we was getting there, but modern comedies, the, the the idea, basically, it's just horrible people being horrible, whereas this is stupid people being stupid, which is a lot less horrible to watch. It's like, it's funny, mm. and ultimately you don't... You know, mo- a lot of modern comedies, you actively dislike the char- you know the main characters, whereas in this, you might not think Drebin's like, particularly good at his job, or like even a good person, but you don't dislike him. Yeah. No, absolutely, absolutely. You and you love the guy like through and through. Um, what what do we think of the um when he the, the driver's ed scene? You know where he, where he basically you know where you do that thing in cop movies with like stop this car, and basically gets in, he's like follow that vehicle. Um, yeah. Because the, the 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 instructor just again straight list. That's it. Put it in uh, drive, and now accelerate. That's it, Stephanie. And then you got this uh, oncoming truck. <laughs> Usually, it? we wouldn't be driving down a uh, at this speed on do- the wrong way down a one-way street. And there's there's this brilliant bit where she's she, you know she, the, the, this poor sort of teen driver is following the bad guy, and basically Drevin pulls out his gun and he's sitting in the back seat on on the driver's side and he starts shooting the gun like next to her ear. <laughs> And she just then just like gets the electric door window and just winds up her window. <laughs> Again, but like just it's, reacts to it's it as if it's like care. a fly buzzing by. Yeah, the care given to how this movie is constructed because that's a cool scene. Where, by the way, it would have been so easy. Gone in sixty seconds. It could have been so easy to make a racist joke here. Yeah, <laughs> like this could yeah. have so quickly been an Asian driver joke. And they didn't do it. And I just like, it's like they got to it and they go, oh, we're going to make the really easy, like really, you know, funny. <laughs> because it's the 80s. Yeah. Exactly. Are we going to make that really easy joke about that? No. The comedy actually is going to be derived from like the ridiculous situation as opposed to like cheap stereotypes. And this student driver is like pretty good. You know, she's, she, she saves she's the a day, badass, doesn't she? Yeah. You she know, she's like, a quick learner, yeah. Yeah, which is, which is fun. I mean, you know, like Naked Gun. There's, there's not a massive amount to say, and uh, and and we always, I, we always struggle with the comedy movies, don't we? We do a little like, bit. Well, we struggle with comedy movies, and we struggle with like movies that we generally enjoyed. 
because yeah. usually like we, we we derive like a lot of enjoyment out of like oh i'm gonna rip this thing to shreds <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like D- Dave, you know, like when I suggested Naked Gun, and Dave said, and this isn't a criticism on Dave, but Dave said, "I bet you that <laughs> that movie is aged like milk." I'm like, "Oh God!" And I was thinking, "Geez, he, he might be right." But I was, like, <laughs> I remember really liking this movie. But I mean, fair well, is fair. It it's it, it held I think up. It, I think it's it does it's it did held well. up really well. Yeah, yeah. But that's the trouble with the po- with the podcast sometimes is I think that we quite often like pick a childhood or a teenage classic and then mm. just tear it up and oh, even the person sometimes even the person who picked it by the end is like yeah that's pretty pretty bad movie now <laughs> yeah so that's what i was afraid of was that you were quite innocently saying let's watch this really fun movie it's yeah, really yeah, good absolutely. like i really enjoy it and but removed 30 years i was like but what if it's terrible and that's yeah. indelibly ruined for me because they make some horrible jokes and they don't this holds yeah, up really, valid. really well. A lot of restraint. I would recommend this to somebody without being like, oh yeah, but there's this one bit where it just, it, it was, you know, off the time. Yeah, absolutely. We should uh, um, we should go back and, and and try some of the other David or the Zucker Brother movies. Um, mm. Airplane. I mean, I Airplane. He, Airplane's an obvious one, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and I think I think it's probably, this. It's, I mean, it's exactly the same. <laughs> it's in the same universe here in my head anyway. It's probably, it's probably <laughs> the same though. I can't, I'm trying to think of like any... Bit more objectionable jokes in that. I don't. Well, we'll we'll, we'll go back to it at one point. There's but, some race stuff, which is yeah. Again, I it's hard to comment it's, on because I haven't seen the movie I in a decade. Seen that film a long time. Maybe it's maybe it's worth looking into like semi sort of recent spoof movies because Scary Movie that was you know that was successful. Scary Movie Two, yeah, did okay. Scary Movie Three did really really well at the box office yeah scary movie four died a death and they made like two more i think and good I, lord well, and do you remember like, they was, did like, those Ross, there was a movie they did they did um because they were all right and like a very specific spoof but they did a series of movies like not another teen movie epic and movie and like yeah epic total movie, trash. Meet the spartans i kind of like I, I, the second me, wave that's that. modern say, comedy let me, let, let me say though not another teen movie i'm no let me let me caveat let me preface this by saying i, I remember liking that and oh here we go pretty good ross <laughs> yeah. some of the things you said that's... tonight and not felt the need to defend yourself but that that you're going to make yourself abundantly clear on <laughs> i will defend my sense of humor to the death sir <laughs> Certainly needs uh, it. No, I, I kind of maybe, well, maybe that was a bad example of as a, as a second wave mm. one because I think maybe actually Ross, considering the amount of team movies we've watched for this podcast, that might yeah. be an interesting one to do because I, I think, think we've so. kind of done our homework already on that. I think so. The one of the worst ones, uh, like in recent sort of times, like I'm, ta- I think I'm talking like 2010 something like that. There was a movie <laughs> called. <years> ago. <laughs> Fucking hell! <laughs> didn't need. I didn't dropping bombs there. Dave. By the way, Fuck. by the way, recent movies we've talked about tonight: American Pie, which was before the millennium. Sam said earlier. Airplane. And Ross. Recent movie, 2010. So we came warmer. We came well, warmer. But Hangover. Like, when were they made? <laughs> 2007, I think. Oh God! But this movie I'm talking about, it was called uh, Meet the Spartans. Yes. Yeah. So I liked 300 and I liked Meet the Parents, so I went to it. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> genuinely. See, Ross, first... one and one do not make two. <laughs> no, no, they don't. They really, really don't. They really don't. Sometimes was... they just cancel each other out. Genuinely, lads. Like, I'm not even saying this for, like, you know, exaggeration purposes. It was the first and only so far movie 
that I got up and walked out of. Wow. Honestly, it was like, I was like, this is terrible. And this is like 2009, 2010 Ross. Right, yeah. I'm not that you know developed. <laughs> like, Do you know what? Not like you are now. <laughs> yeah, not like you are now, Ross. I urbane, now. aristocratic individual. <laughs> Do you I know what Ross? you mean, though, Ross? Because I watched, I went to see. Do you remember Zoolander the film? Yes, yeah. fun film. Obviously, I didn't see that in cinemas. I was way too young. But they made a sequel, Ooh. and I went to see that in the cinema. And I walked of that out of that after 45 minutes because I was like, yeah. oh. This is this is the same movie and it's not funny. Fifteen years later. Yes. I mean, when was that? When was when was Zoolander two? Two thousand sixteen, two thousand seventeen. Same year Deadpool came out and Deadpool smashed it at the box office. You yeah. uh, you should have known better. Yeah, you. Really I should have done. Do. But I saw a lot of movies that year. But no, fair. I mean, Dave can be forgiven. I mean, we've gone completely off naked, gone. But you know, we're on a tangent here. <laughs> Dave can be forgiven because Zoolander, when it released in cinemas, flop. And then, you know, it got DVD release, you know, and, and what have you, and TV. And, and then, basically, it became, you know, a, a, a culture hit. People loved it. And so they thought, well, we just have to do the same thing again with Zoolander 2. And that's why they thought, oh, you know, cinema release flopped. Oh, people will still love it. And nah, just pe- mm. people knew this is, this is a it's shit It's the trip. trouble with comedy. And, like, a spoof comedy especially, I think, is, like... We talk a lot about how comedies age the worst because comedic sensibilities change so drastically. Like we're talking about... The Hangover, at the time, and I'm not defending that movie at all, I don't think it's maybe as bad as Sam thinks it is. However, at the time, that was what we thought, we collectively thought, was funny. That's what we thought was really, really funny. Just In 1999, gonna... it was people fucking pies. We thought that was hilarious, right? So, like, Zoolander, what it is, is just a core misunderstanding from the people who made that movie that, like, the things that were funny in 2002 or whenever the first one came out... They just weren't funny in 2016 because fun- comedy has moved on. We enjoy, we find different things funny. Yeah, what's funny now then? Because that's the thing that, like, I don't. I mean, nothing. Oh, modern, Sam. modern Sam, film, Sam, modern Sam, comedy Sam. films. You know, you know what's funny now? TikTok. <laughs> we are so out of touch, Sam. TikTok. Like, see, did you see on the video there? Just your heart breaking too. That's what's funny. I tell you what's funny. Number one people over exaggerating facial expressions uh-huh. that's funny apparently and i'm sorry like you've old been man. doing that for 15 years I... moving on <laughs> number two <laughs> i'm not doing that for comedy i'm doing that out of rage well no um, ross but you're not you're not doing it on tiktok is the important <laughs> caveat that's, that's true i only do dances on tiktok the second thing <laughs> that's that, ross, that's definitely link that in the flossing. show notes <laughs> The second thing that's quote unquote funny. What's flossing? Don't oh, worry about it. It's keep moving. It's not the thing. Yeah, it's not the thing where you dry yourself with the towel between your legs. It's something. <laughs> got you. Got you. Time has um, moved. Time, time's moved on. It's, it's where, when I was again a kid. on TikTok. It's where people mouth, uh, you know, co- comedy sets like someone, you know, a, a comedian stand-up joke. People mouth it, and that's 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 funny apparently because they are lip-syncing to someone else's comedy piece. Welcome I to the dread. oldest people on the internet. I know, I know, I, so no, I don't give a fuck. I don't. You know, I do not know what true. cool is anymore. I just don't get it. I used to be it, and then they changed what it was. Now it's weird and <laughs> no, scary to no, me. What it is a scary. <laughs> <laughs> back to the Simpsons. Back to our cultural touchstone. Oh, the 1990s. I feel safe yes. again. Oh, I feel nice safe again. We're back warm, in 1991. Yeah. 
I think we're going to call it there. This has been a... Uh, no, actually, a really an interesting discussion. Like, I like I like talking about movies is one thing. Talking about a movie is one thing, but getting into why we like movies, I think, is uh, is fun. I still don't know what modern comedy is, though. I have no idea. I've been sitting there searching for like, what's a film from the two thousands? Nothing, nothing. Do you know what the last comedy film we watched was? Home Sweet Home Alone. Jesus. Just Friends, maybe, but it's kind of like a darker comedy as well. Like, I think Just I think Friends, that's... Sam, from 2007, again. <laughs> it's the closest we've like, got. 15 think, years ago. I think modern comedy, I think modern comedy is absurdism. That's what I think it is. I think it's a Rick and Morsi. And I well, think I would it's also like say it's event, it's Marvel movies, you know, because they sprinkle in those little quips and those those smart comments. I'm not saying I agree with it, but I think that's, that's it's self It's self references. Like it's 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 mm, it's yeah. it's um, a superhero being aware that they're a superhero. That's funny. Like that's funny. You know, there's all of the and I think that's probably the closest thing they've got now. And in movies, but don't forget, like we did have like gems. We had like The Office. You know, I mean, I, I know in that 2005. Ended. No, oh, and guys, the nineties office modern was way comedies, before that. Modern British comedies office. are things like Kingsman movies. They're a modern comedy. Oh. Free Free Guy. That's a modern comedy. Oh. Yep, <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Like all that shit on Netflix. I Jungle say, Cruise, which I haven't actually seen. Deadpool. No, I'd call a comedy. I mean, all, it's it's an, an but again, it's an action movie. And like some Suicide Squad is a comedy. Like, things. there's lots of comedy, but it's moved on to basically like we don't get to link it back to Naked Gun. We don't tend to get a, a more direct comedy movie. Like this is a very Naked Gun is a very broad comedy movie. Do you like, think it's all post-modern? anyone? Do you, do you think that's what so. it is? And I think it's like. It's what we basically we get now what we're given to a certain extent because so many yes, big studios yes. dictate what comes out in the cinema that we kind of get like Ross said we'll get a funny superhero movie or we'll get a funny kids movie or we'll get a funny spy movie or do you know what I mean rather than getting a just a comedy like this I would say this it, probably falls into more general and it's too big comedy. a risk it's too big a risk isn't it to put out well, in the cinema. Along that vein, I was going to say, it, and it relates back to what David saying as well, and I hate saying that word, but you know about the comification, because you don't <laughs> want to do even even like you know sort of sex aside, but you don't want to do comedy that sort of like challenges like status quo, because mm, will it make money? Bin it. Let's do well Avengers. The 7, where we the quest for where peace. we do that, where we do that, Ross nowadays is animation, short animation, yeah. TV. It's cheap. Yeah. Because yeah, it's yeah. not a big investment. They don't do it with movies anymore because you are absolutely right. This movie, The Naked Gun, cost twelve million to make. It was a huge success, but that's not a lot for a movie. Like that's yeah. quite a small investment. But even that even then you couldn't make a movie for twelve million dollars. Like this you couldn't make this movie for twelve million dollars now, obviously. No. No. Um so the studios aren't willing to invest in it because what if it flops? It, you've lost money. Exactly. And thus, we're left in the wastelands of no decent comedy movies ever again. The mouse owns us now, um, and that's just how it is. It does. The mouse! <laughs> there Disney we go. Players. We have, I, I think we talked about Naked Gun in there somewhere. <laughs> Scrub through <laughs> and find it, listener. Uh, this is good, though. This is fun. I've enjoyed, I've enjoyed talking this movie. And um, maybe next week we'll talk about the film a little bit more. 
maybe we won't. Maybe we'll go another tirade about how everything old is is better than new. But I don't know. Let's we'll talk about capitalism next week. All right. We'll almost certainly do that. However, uh, we're coming up to the Oscars, so we should probably maybe oh, try and watch. We've watched. <laughs> We've watched. Just to really depress us even further. Uh, Don't Look Up is uh, is in the running. It's one of the nominees oh. for the Best Picture. And if it wins, I think I'm just going to cancel the podcast. And oh, no it's going to win. It's, it's going to win. It's not worth living anymore. No, oh, it can't those, possibly win, Sam. Those Hollywood millionaires are going to just love the self-congratulation of that winning. <laughs> oh, they're going to love it. I, I can't, can't I predict can't now. I can't I predict do it. now. Yeah. I weep. <laughs> <laughs> do not go quietly into that good night. Don't look up. <laughs> <laughs>